Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Holy Human with Leanne Rimes is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, loves. I am so honored that you are here with me sharing this time. And I'm so excited to share this episode with you because it tackles a topic that resonates so deeply with me. And I'm sure many of you out there in listening land, anxiety. (laughs) And my guest today has an extremely profound yet simple way of approaching it that I think you'll find truly helpful. Nancy Jane Smith is a licensed professional counselor and practicing anxiety coach. Don't we all need an anxiety coach? I feel like we all need one. <laughs> Who stu- especially right now. <laughs> Who studied anxiety, inner critic, and overfunctioning as a way of coping for the past 20 years. She's written several books, including The Happier Approach, Be Kind to Yourself, Feel Happier, and Still Accomplish Your Goals. And she is here to share her unique perspective on this holy human. Thank you so, so much for coming on the Holy Human Podcast. I am just thrilled to have you because I love your book. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. And I'm so glad you love the book. Yeah, I stumbled upon, I actually don't know how I stumbled upon it. Somehow, some way, I was listening to you on another podcast and I was like, I have to have her on because what you talk about in your book, The Happier Approach, is I feel like I'm so textbook. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, this is me. Yes, I totally. And I think it's a textbook for a lot of other people too. I, I was, you know, the, what we're going to be talking about here a lot today is anxiety. And I, you know, have, have dealt with anxiety for many years, which I know you have also. And so yeah. many people do. I was shocked at this statistic that over 40 million Americans at any point are dealing with some type of anxiety disorder. And it's said that a lot of these people, some of us fall into what you call high functioning anxiety. So I would love for you to just start diving into like, what is high functioning anxiety? Like, how do you define it? Well, it's high functioning anxiety isn't something it's not going to be, it's not in the DSM. It's not something you're probably going to get diagnosed with when you go see someone. I always like to put that caveat there, but I stumbled upon it um, because I have always been told by my therapist that I had anxiety, but it never felt like how I thought anxiety should feel. You know, and I'm I'm a therapist, so I know how anxiety should feel. And I never, I always thought of it as, I always push harder. So when I'm feeling anxious, what my anxiety causes me to do is to push harder. So I think people Mm -hmm. that have low high functioning anxiety tend to have a low level of anxiety all the time. And it's kind of their driving force of the thing that pushes them to hustle and hustle and hustle. And so I always say there's three layers to high functioning anxiety. One is the low level anxiety. Mm -hmm. And then every now and then that will go into acute which means we'll have the, you know, the racing heart, the insomnia, the gastro problems. We'll have all these physical symptoms of our anxiety. And so that's just the anxiety. And then how we cope with that anxiety is we engage in overthinking and pushing harder and let me hustle and let me get the to-do list done and let me do all the things. Because if I can do all the things, then I won't feel this level of anxiety. And then on top of that, or really underneath all that is shame, that's driving the whole thing. Shame that we have anxiety, shame that we're not worthy enough, that causes the anxiety. And so shame plays a huge role in in this anxiety, that this high-functioning anxiety that I work with. Interesting. Yeah. It's funny that you say that there's this levels to this because I feel like when I'm at the low level where it's kind of this like just in the background all the time, that feels like my natural state. Yes. So, yeah. So I'm like, I'm good. I feel good in this state and I'm, I can get shit done. It's true. And it's not till it gets really bad um, where I'm, in, you know, I'm having the insomnia and I'm having the panic attacks. Do I think, and like you're saying that a lot of people probably think, oh, that is anxiety. And it's, it's almost, it's crazy. Cause I look, you're right. It drives me and it's helped what I believe has benefited me in a lot of ways. And I do Mm -hmm. think there's a bit of truth to that, Mm -hmm. but it's like what, I don't even know what life is without that. I don't even know what life is. And I, I think a lot of people don't without this low level in the background, constantly playing. I love that you just broke it down that way. Cause that just was like an eye opener for me. Cause I, <laughs> I was, I'm thinking, oh yeah, that's, that's my feel good state. <laughs> totally. Yes. And I think, cause I stumbled upon, I mean, I started figuring this out because when I wrote the book, which we'll talk about, I got into, yeah. I, I named the main character in that book is the inner critic, and I call the inner critic a monger. And because mongers spread propaganda, and that's what this monger is doing. And so I I believed at the time, and I still do, everyone has a monger. Everyone has an inner critic. Now, some of us have like this demon 
inner critic, who is just like, that's what my husband calls mine, who's just like driving us so freaking hard. And and then I realized, oh, the people that have that type of monger are dealing with anxiety and they're and it's pushing them into this high functioning anxiety. So mm. so it, that's how my work kind of grew into a little selfish reasons, because I was like, oh, right. this explains my own world and why this is happening. In your world, how did you discover this piece for yourself? Like, what, was there a defining moment that was like, oh, this makes complete sense? <laughs> the piece about the monger or the piece about the high No, the, the, the piece about the high function. Yeah, we had the whole fun- whole thing with the high functioning <laughs> anxiety. Like, when did that click for you? It really clicked for me. I actually read um, Sarah Wilson's book, um, The Beast. First, we make mm-hmm. the beast beautiful. And I just loved that book. And she's talking about bipolar, which is what she deals with. But I related to how she described anxiety. And um, and so that's what, and my therapist had been telling me for years I had anxiety. And I was like, okay, whatever, like, <laughs> it's driving me. You know, I don't really see this as a problem. And then when I, I read, oh, all these behaviors that I'm doing, those are anxiety. I just mm-hmm. had no clue that all these protective behaviors I had were because of anxiety. Because part of what we do, those, when I said we have anxiety and then we engage in these behaviors, such as perfectionism, people-pleasing, overthinking, Mm -hmm. the to-do list, and, you know, obsessing about stuff. And what we'll do is we'll get into, we'll go to self-help and we'll be like, oh, I need to stop people-pleasing or I need to stop being a perfectionist. And so we take away those coping mechanisms and then we're left with anxiety and we don't know what to do with that. So we go back into people-pleasing, perfectionism, overthinking and kind of driving everything even further. So through that book and then my own research, I realized, oh, all these behaviors that I'm doing are actually rooted in anxiety and I need Mm. to deal with that anxiety, which I did not really want to do. Which in turn, you're really dealing with shame. Cause like you said, that is yeah. underneath everything. And it's so interesting because I found myself doing it many times. Like you, you step into the self-help world and you're like, Oh, I can, it's another thing I can be good at. I can mm-hmm. be a perfectionist at this. Like I can nail this. And it's like, you kind of go in that loop for a while. And then you're finally like, wait, I'm doing the same thing here that I was doing in the rest of my life. And it, you know, boils down to this, I'm not good enoughness uh-huh. that ultimately is driving, I feel like, is at the core of every single one of us in some way, shape, uh-huh. or form. And until we can fully step into this self-love, self-compassion piece that seems so out of reach, like we talk uh-huh. about it a lot, but it seems so out of reach, yes. until we can fully do that we're going to just keep going round and round and we're going to find the next thing to to be anxious about and to be good at. Yeah, I always joke that all of us, you know, personal development people, we're all talking about the same thing. I mean, we're all talking about different symptoms, but mm-hmm. our solutions are all the same. You know, I talk about self-loyalty, which is another word for self-compassion. Mm-hmm. The answer is the same. It's just getting there. It takes a different path for all of us. Yeah, absolutely. You said that high-functioning anxiety is an attempt to keep people on the outside from seeing our insides. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is where that shame piece kind of fits. And I wonder if you can just expand on what you mean by that. I frequently tell the story of growing up, a lot of my clients and myself and, and people I've worked with grow up in families that did not 
encourage us to feel our feelings. They didn't encourage us that our whatever our experience is, is valid. And so I often tell the story, I call it the story of the snake. And mm-hmm. if you were raised in a family where you're a little kid, you're playing on the front porch, you see a snake and you run in and you tell your mom. And most of us were raised in families where your mom's busy or maybe she's an alcoholic or she's just overwhelmed. And she's like, I can't deal with the snake right now. Go out and play. You're, you're, you're crazy. There's no snake there. Mm-hmm. And so as a little kid, you're like, oh, I must be wrong. Let me go back mm-hmm. out and I'll keep playing. Even though there's a snake here, I'll keep playing. And so you quickly learn my r- reality isn't valid. I need to be checking in attuning to everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so a, a family that grew up in a, you know, a, a healthy quote unquote with the mom would be like, oh my gosh, there's a snake. Let's go look. And she would go with you and look and, oh, that's scary and would validate what's happening and remove the snake. And so when we grew up in families where we learned my experience isn't important and actually your experience is more important. So mm-hmm. I'm going to be able to mind read what's going to happen. I need, like I had one client who said she could tell by the time she crossed the threshold, what the mood was in the house and mm-hmm. what she that, needed to do. <laughs> I to, <feel> you. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. To make yes. that better. And so, you know, and especially with your performing at such a young age, like that mm-hmm. idea of what the crowd and what they mm-hmm. need is more important. And so that's how we have attuned ourselves to everybody else's needs are more important than mine. I often have clients will say to me, I know I'm tired, but it doesn't matter that I'm tired because they're more tired and I can handle tired better Mm -hmm. than them. I can suffer better than them. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, can we just stop there for a moment? Because (laughs) I can suffer better than them. And holy crap, that is at... I've been actually really playing with that piece for myself. I'm willing to let go of suffering. I'm willing. Uh-huh. I, in fact, it is funny. The other night I was driving home from Thanksgiving and a friend of mine was in the back of the car and she was saying she was going to rise up from the ashes again. And I go, do you, th- do you think it's time to like let go of that pattern? And as I said it to her, I said it to myself and I, it uh-huh. dawned on me. I was like, oh, it's time to let go of suffering. It's time to let go of that pattern. Like we don't have to suffer in order to prove to ourselves that we are worthy of something, that we are Mm -hmm. worthy because we've overcome something. And man, when that light bulb, and I love that you just validated that for me again. (laughs) It was like the universe going, it's time to stop suffering. But yeah, I think that is such a pattern for us in our society too. It's like we... We have to prove that we we can overcome in order to be worthy. Yes. Yeah. And I often talk a lot with clients about there's pain. You're allowed to have pain, mm-hmm. but you don't have to suffer because of the pain. You just need right. to experience that pain and move on. You know, now, now that sounds way easier said than done, <laughs> right. but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> yes. Yes. You can allow the pain to be there and move through you without having to latch onto it in order so that's what then causes the suffering because then we ultimately are replaying these things over and over again. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> these are, it's, it sounds really easy, but it is, it's definitely deep. And it's a remembrance of sorts of this being kind of thrown up in our face like multiple times, which I love. Like I said, you just did for me is like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I am going to let go of that suffering now. <laughs> I love it. 
you know, what I loved about your book was that you broke down these voices in our head so eloquently and you described the inner war that goes on in my head and I'm sure so many other people's so well. Um, you talk about, you work with these voices. I would love to dive into what these voices are. First off, you talk about the judge and the monger. You call mm-hmm. it the monger. Um, I was wondering like what, in what way does the monger play a role in, in this anxiety and in, in continuing to have this anxiety go over and over and over again in our head. There's two main characters that cause the anxiety. The monger is the inner critic, the you did it wrong. You're such a loser. You're never going to do this. Right. You know, like I heard the monger a lot this morning as I was getting ready for this interview, you know, like she's just constantly <laughs> playing there. And Me too. I, you know, <laughs> I always say that it's, you know, she has don't stand. Her rules are don't stand out, don't be vulnerable and don't make a mistake, which mm-hmm. if you're going to do anything in your life, you're going to do those three things. And it is that idea of she I always say her her intent is good. She's trying to keep us safe, but her messaging is shame and belittling and just really harsh mm-hmm. and. So that's the voice that we hear so much about. Here's the inner critic. You shouldn't have an inner critic, you know, like how to deal with your inner critic. And the primary way to deal with the inner critic, common wisdom is, is to have self-compassion. And I was like, what is, and I'm a therapist. What does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) And if I love myself no matter what, I'm not going to succeed because I need this push this drive. My favorite story on this is I did a presentation and one of my best friends was there on the monger and she came up to me after and she was like, that was great. I loved it. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to do anything you said because I need that voice, Nancy. (laughs) Yes. And I got home and this is what inspired me to write the book. I got home and I was like, I do too. She's right. And I, you know, felt like such a fraud because here I was teaching people how to get rid of that voice. But at the Mm -hmm. same time, I secretly loved her. And so that's the thing we need to be honest about, that even though we're like, oh, I hate my inner critic. No, we actually kind of love her, too, because she we think she drives us. So it's this love hate relationship with her that gets us in trouble. And before we dive deeper into that relationship, we are going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. 
These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Welcome back, loves. We're talking to Nancy Jane Smith about just how complicated our relationship with our inner critic can be. Yeah, that is completely true. I have been playing around with that idea for myself of like, is there a gentler way to do this? Like, is there a gentler way to have success? Is there a kinder, gentler way? And I know there is, but you're right. It's this love-hate relationship with the monger that you you think that that's the only way to be driven. That's the only thing that's mm-hmm. going to keep you, for me, like in line. Because interestingly enough, this BFF, you, you talk about a, the BFF in your head. Mm-hmm. For me, my BFF is uh, what I feel is like my rebellious 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, she's awesome, by the way. Um, I've learned to love her. I used to, uh, for me, it was, I would beat myself up about like, I absolutely hate this piece of me because it's the one that self-sabotages everything. And it's, you know, it's, and there was this constant battle between the judge and my BFF, my 15 year old that just would let me, wants me to just rebel against everything. And so that inner war, it's like, all I want to do is shut that war up. Like, mm-hmm. It's like, and how do, what, what can I take to numb myself out? What can mm-hmm. I do to shut them up? <laughs> I mean, yes. and you, when you, when I read that about, about that in your book, I was like, oh my God, I've never heard anyone explain this so perfectly. So, so yeah, would you go into the BFF a little bit and like this war in bet- between them? I mean, I, I, I described it yes. <laughs> for myself, <laughs> but I would love, you know, for, for people that aren't in my head, <laughs> you can describe a little bit more about what these, what the BFF does and how these two interact on a daily basis. Yeah. So the monger is, you know, the one driving us, you're such a loser, blah, blah, blah. And then mm-hmm. in comes the BFF of don't worry about it, you know, let's go home and we'll just have another glass of wine. We'll just have a glass of wine. It'll be fine. And then, you know, all the wine feels good. Okay. We'll have three glasses. No big deal. And it, it, she kind of is as the monger pulls up the pressure on the pressure cooker, the BFF is there to, to take it back down. And, 
the the other way the BFF shows up, it's not just through the traditional ways you would think of eating and, you know, drinking too much and, um, you know, skipping your workout and don't worry about it. But also she shows up as the one who's judging other people. Like if something mm. doesn't go well, oh, it's their fault. They're the reason that it didn't go well. So the monger is telling you how much you failed. And then to ease that pressure, you come in to blame, you know, Betty Sue at work. It's her fault that it didn't go well. So mm. this... This happens like a great example. It happens in break rooms everywhere that, right. you know, you you hang up the phone and your monger's getting fired up. And so you go into the break room and you're like, bop, 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 and you're venting about what happened. And then before long, now you're demonizing the person that was on the phone. But when you walked into the break room, you were demonizing yourself. And mm. so we love that energy with the BFF, with other people, the venting, the, the let's beat each other, you know, let's gossip, let's do that, is another way that BFF shows up. And so she appears to have our best interest at heart, but she, mm. she doesn't because she's just trying to have a good time and to offset, she's like the opposite end of the pendulum of our monger. You just explained all of what we see on social media. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that is everybody's BFF talking. <laughs> oh, yes. My goodness. It is. And it's intense. Yeah, it's. Mm -hmm. And it is amazing how we utilize that piece um, in order to feel better. And if we could only if we could only get in there with our with our judge and, and the judge and jury and uh, quiet them down a little bit, maybe that wouldn't be such a <laughs> such a hook. You know, I mean, and what's so interesting about the judge that you talk about, too, is that ultimately there is kind of, I would say, a reason to love them in a way because mm -hmm. they're also there for a protective mechanism. Mm -hmm. So if we can look at it from that view of like, here's this voice in my head that ultimately is trying to protect me from shame and guilt and like all the things, uh -huh. then maybe that's where this compassion actually starts to come in is like, oh, this part of me isn't really trying to harm me. It's trying to love me just in <laughs> the wrong way. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because I think that's where we go wrong is we start, you know, like you'll hear things called the inner bitch and, you know, we'll start demonizing both mm -hmm. of those voices. And like you said, it's, they're parts of us. So we need to love them. They're, it's the 15 year old and the curmudgeonly, you know, voice that are there trying to, to guide us through the best they know how. Mm -hmm. And so it's not about demonizing, which I think we want to do, but mm -hmm. about kind of embracing them and seeing what it is because they're serving a purpose. What is it they need? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The self-compassion piece, you know, like I said, sometimes it feels like it's all out there and we can't grasp it and we can't, we can maybe wrap our mind around it, but we can't implement it into our everyday lives. Like, when it comes to that piece, what do you think we're getting wrong or what do you think we're misunderstanding? That is why I started using the term self-loyalty, mm -hmm. which to me is- Yeah, explain, yeah, explain what that is. <laughs> yeah. So I found in a lot of my clients and myself, we have a really high loyalty value, meaning we know how to be loyal to others. If, if you are in my inner circle, man, you are there for a long, for death. You know, like I am very loyal. But I don't know how to do that to myself. I don't. So I know what loyalty means. I know how to show up for people. I know how to have their backs. I know how to be supportive and understanding and forgiving and curious and non-judgmental. But I don't know how to do that for myself. And so that's what I'm 
the, you know, the words I'll say to myself is have your own back, be your own teammate here. And mm-hmm. what, what do you need? How would that look? And so that idea of, oh, I'm tired. Okay. Have your own back on that. I'm tired. I'm going to go rest. Mm-hmm. I don't need to, I, you know, like that figuring that out kind of goes in stages. So initially people will say, I'm tired. And the monger will be like, you shouldn't be tired. You haven't done anything. What's your problem? Bop, 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 bop. And then the middle ground is I'm tired. I deserve to rest because I did all these things. And so I mm-hmm. deserve to rest because I did all these things. Yep. <laughs> and the third stage of that is I'm tired. My body is telling me I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I don't need to justify why I'm tired. It just is a thing. And that's mm-hmm. not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a biological need. So I just need to rest. Mm. And so that's the power that's the power of self-loyalty is what is it that I need? How can I be radically honest with myself and be like, okay, we need to rest, but we can't right now because we're doing stuff. So what do I need to do to take care of myself and not be criticizing myself for the fact that I'm tired, but supporting mm-hmm. myself through the fact that I'm tired and I can't rest. I love that. That's really clear. Um, for me, I know that in the past several months now, I have been really working on consistency with self-care. And that consistent mm-hmm. piece, the consistency piece has changed my life in a lot of ways because like there are things now for my own health. Like I've really been focusing on my body and my health. And it is, you know, I'm I'm 39. I'm, I'm going to be 40 next year. And I'm like, my hormones are changing. Things are changing. And so I'm like, I really want to start on, start on my 40s out on the right foot. So I've just really been really consistent with myself. And it's quieted, for me at least, it's quieted the inner critic a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm starting to see, for me, it's like, oh, I think this is what self-love is. I think mm-hmm. this is what self-compassion is. The compassion piece, <laughs> still working on it, but right. the, the, the self-love is like the ultimately putting my health and myself first. And then there's there, certain things just are not non-negotiable for me. And mm-hmm. that that's where when you say loyalty, I'm like, oh, sometimes I, sometimes I change things in my life or things shift and I I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but it's working. <laughs> and <laughs> and I think you just did because it's that it's that loyalty piece where in the past, like you've mentioned, when we're hypervigilant, it's like everybody else's experiences is more mm-hmm. important. And I think it took my health, for me at least, to finally understand that like, oh, I actually this is this is putting myself first. This is taking care of me and being loyal to me because if we don't exist like no one else we're not going to help anybody else right (laughs) right yeah yeah and I think that practice then you know as you said like it calms us down it's kind of a self-soothing of oh I'm going to show up at this time all the time or I'm going to do this thing all the time and then we start getting our bodies can relax a little bit Mm -hmm. because we're like this is going to be taken care of you know Leanne has this Mm mm-hmm even if it is, I'm not saying like Leanne has this, she's going to give me enough water. My, you know, that sounds weird right. that your body's talking like that. But I'm more <laughs> saying that, you know, Leanne isn't going to drive me. She's going to consistently have my back. She's going to consistently show up here. And so in that case, I can relax. I don't have to be so hypervigilant. Mm-hmm. What do you think drives us? This is something I've been playing around with too. What do you think drives us 
if we're not being driven by this anxiety, this constant underlying energy. It's and before we we go into that, I actually wanted to say sometimes my monger isn't a um isn't it's not a uh, set of words that are going on anymore. Sometimes it's just an energetic piece mm-hmm. that I which can almost be more elusive and it feels like I can't quite tap into it because it's just an energy. And so this energy Mm -hmm. can come up where it's almost an energy of shaming or of guilt, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. but it doesn't have a story to go with it, which I always feel is a really kind of, it's it's an icky feeling because you can't I wish it had a story sometimes, you know, like I wish it had something going on. And that's why, yeah. So because that that would be easier to then unhook. But once it's a feeling, you're kind then you can get stuck in what's happening. What is this feeling like? And what am I doing? I mean, that's what I do. Then I start spinning out on trying (laughs) to figure it out and analyze it and name it. And yeah, (laughs) totally. Yeah, that's what that's why I find that the energetic piece of it is is interesting. Like when you don't have a story going on in your head, when it is an energy for you too, like where do you go to 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 work with that piece? So then I go I will um much to my <laughs> much to my chagrin, uh I will pull out a feelings sheet that I have and I'll acknowledge what it is I'm feeling. And mm. for me, that's a way for me to kind of figure out what's really going on. Um, cause I'm not real good at naming at knowing what I'm feeling, uh, because oh. I've just been programmed so much of you should be happy. You should be happy that I have a hard time getting in there and figuring out what's really going on. And so I'll pull out the feeling sheet and I'll name like 15 feelings mm. and inevitably I'll get to it. Like, I'll be like, Oh, I'm sad here. And I didn't know it. Like I am continually amazed how I can hide my, you know, bad feelings or however you want to say it. And I say that because they're not happy. And in my mind, that's the only way you should be. That's that's, which is a bad belief. <laughs> There's another right. bad. Um, <laughs> right. We just spit con- out of control. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I'm continually amazed at how I can, I'll be, I'll like something big will be happening such as like an illness in the family or something. And I will at the end of the day be like, I don't know why I'm so upset. And my husband mm-hmm. will be like, dude, you just found out about this terrible news. And I'll be like, Oh, right. Like, (laughs) you know, and I'm like, I'm not upset about that. I'm totally fine. That isn't bothering Mm -hmm. me, but it is. And I don't realize it is because Mm -hmm. I've gotten so good at masking that stuff. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then another thing is I'll do is I'll just get into my body and I'll do like a full body movement. And that helps me kind of unshake some stuff and, and see what's there. I love that. How do you define happy? Um, You know, I have a a saying here that is the definition of peace, and you might have heard it before, but I think this is happy. It does not mean to be in a place where where there is no noise, trouble, or hard work. It means to be in the midst of those things and still be calm in your heart. Mm. To me, that's happy, where I can just be fully present Mm -hmm. to what's happening and enjoying it. I love that. And maybe not even enjoying it. For me, it's like maybe it's not even enjoying it all the time. It's just right. fully present and yeah. not wanting to eject yes. from, from the moment. Yeah, that's yeah. well said. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, do I know about how to eject from the moment? 
<laughs> I am a master at it. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and allowing everything to be at once. Like there can be multiple things happening, you know, f- for me, mm-hmm. like what I love about what you just said. And if I really break that down for myself, what I love about happiness is, is kind of all encompassing of, of the experience. It's not, yes, you know, like, and, mm-hmm. and multiple things, multiple feelings can exist at one time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It took me forever to get that concept forever. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I understand. It takes a while. Um, and I have to be re- constantly reminded of it. But yes. Yeah. yeah. I love that definition of happy. Like that just kind of, I just felt really settled <laughs> because yeah. we, we're, we're constantly chasing it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, we think, you know, we think it's out there and we think it's the validation. We think it's all the things. But when you break it down like that as the all encompassing, I mean, it's like, you know, talking about wholeness. It's like our whole experience when we can actually be in it and with it, like, mm-hmm. oh, that just feels like it relaxes my need to go find it out there. Yeah, it's so, you know, I I always, I'm always like, how do I teach people to get this? How do I teach mm-hmm. people? And and there is something that shifted in me when I, that I could embrace that I was human and I was going to make mistakes and things weren't always going to go well and that I would still be okay even if that happened. I mean, that's an ongoing process. I'm not saying I've embraced yeah. that, but but once I could really get that in a different way, um, things shifted. But I don't know what happened that caused that realization to come, you know, for me to accept my humanness. And on that lovely, powerful note, we are going to take a breath, but we'll be right back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two caps a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect purdue global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals these include associate bachelor's master's and doctoral degrees and certificates Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. 
We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super-comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. And we're back with Nancy Jane Smith discussing the powerful inner shift when we embrace our true selves, imperfections and all. For me personally, I had to be broken down to my humanness. Mm-hmm. And I think that that it's a, I think it's the journey we all go on, you know, yeah. and to some extent and at different levels and, um, you know, in many different ways, but it's like, you almost have to be broken down to it, to, uh, appreciate it. And to accept yeah, it. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think you're right. And that is just, you know, I just think about all the money I spent on self-help books and, <laughs> uh, you know, trying to get the one, two, three solution. And if only I did this, then I could be healed. And mm-hmm. then to recognize now, like, you had to do this part of the journey. Yeah. Yeah. And that that there. that acceptance of that part of, the, the acceptance of the yes. whole journey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. knowing that we couldn't skip over it. Mm-hmm. And be where we are. Right. Ultimately. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's still hard for me. But yeah. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Sometimes it's like, oh, but if only I could have made that decision and my yes. life would have looked different. Um, yeah. And the the forgiveness, you know, there's a huge forgiveness piece in that too. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all still a part. I think it's all a part of our human journey, like until we yeah. die. Like this is it. Yes. I totally agree. Yeah. There is no finish line. Yeah. Yeah. Good time. So just for everyone listening, there is no finish lines. <laughs> so you can stop listening. It. Stop listening now. Stop looking for it. Just live your life. Oh my God. I um <laughs> I love that you you came up with this acronym. Well, first off, I actually wanted to get into the piece of what you call the third voice, which is mm-hmm. the um, oh my god, I'm just gonna say BFF, but your biggest fan, biggest which fan, yeah. <laughs> your biggest fan, which I love this piece because I I know when I've when I started to develop this piece for myself, it, it's still developing and it's taking mm-hmm. it's taken a long time because it's it's very quiet. Sometimes mm-hmm. I have no words for this piece of me, mm-hmm. um, and I can get very frustrated. The monger comes in to then, you know, to then tell me that I'm not doing it right, which I think is a lot of our self-help stuff when we start yeah. to do this work. It's yes. And we try to start developing this self-compassion piece. This monger is like, you're not doing it right, and you don't have the right words for it, and all the things. So tell us about the biggest fan and why why it's so quiet. 
at the beginning. I mean, obviously we haven't <laughs> we haven't cultivated it, but why right. is it so yeah. quiet? Um, so the biggest fan is the voice of the mongers on one side and the BFFs on the other. Then the biggest fan is kind of that middle voice. And so I like to say she takes the drive of the monger, but the compassion of the BFF. And so she mm. is the voice that is wise and kind and honest who will say, hey, Nancy, you're, you know, you said you were going to write a thousand words today and you haven't sat down at the computer. So this is a goal. We need to do this versus you're such a loser. Here you go again. You made a false promise. You said you'd write a thousand words and I haven't seen you do anything. And this is what you do. And, you know, all the stuff of the monger or skip it. Let's go downstairs and watch some Real Housewives and eat some Reese cups and never mind about the thousand words, which is the BFF. She's going to hold our feet to the fire, but do it with kindness. And so Mm -hmm. that piece was, you know, when I realized that I was like, oh my gosh, this is so foreign to me. I don't know what this sounds like. And I Mm -hmm. think that having, I think the reason it's so quiet is because we don't have a lot of models of voices that are kind and hold our feet to the fire. You know, a lot Mm -hmm. of stuff, everything that is motivational out there is more shaming and belittling and pushing and pushing. And back to the snake story that I told at the beginning, we Mm -hmm. don't have that model of what you're feeling is okay. Mm. Your experience is okay because it's your experience. And so right. let's start looking at that rather than constantly thinking we need to be doing and being something else. Yeah, this is kind of where that reparenting piece comes in, basically. Is yes. We have to not only, <laughs> I'm like, this is where it gets really complicated because we're not, we don't have a role model for that most of the time. Uh-huh. And so therefore, we have to develop that piece within us and do, I'm like, I feel like one piece of me is doing all the work, you know, at this self-help work. And then like, I'm, supp- I'm supposed to also develop a parent that's supposed to right. take care of me. It's like, well, I mean, that just seems super complicated. Like, let me split myself into 5 million pieces. Right. But, but it is, it's, you're really retraining and re you're reworking mm-hmm the inner workings of how we speak to ourselves, right? Like ultimately. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's ultimately. And so when people are like, okay, I want to develop my BFF, or my, it's not my BFF. We've got those done. My, my, my biggest fan. Mm -hmm. Um, Where, where do we begin? (laughs) Well, I have to say, if I could go back and rename the BFF and the biggest fan, I totally would. Cause the B and the F, they just mess, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they just, the alliteration there is just off, but whatever. It's it, no, it's good. It's still, it's very clear when you know who you know who the players are. Right. Yes. Um. So my, again, much I I always joke that I went into therapy so that I could learn how to think myself out of my feelings mm-hmm. and could analyze them away. And and really, the where the the power is in two things: one, acknowledging what you're feeling, and two getting into your body and slowing everything down. And those are two things that especially people with high functioning anxiety do not want to do. I do not want to slow down. I do. I want to keep going. And, you know, like my husband, I'll come downstairs and he'll be like, honey, I think you should take a deep breath. And I just want to punch him in the face. You know, I'm like, I don't have time to take a deep breath. I got stuff to do. I'm, I'm busy. I'm busy. So, um, so I, I always hated it when people, when you read stuff and they're like, you need to slow down. And I would be like, so I did um, acknowledging your feelings. The acronym that I use to get in touch with your biggest fan is ASK. 
And I say that because you're going to ask to hear from your biggest fan. And so you're going to acknowledge your feelings. And so, like I said, I pull out a feeling sheet and I um, look and you can, you know, Google that online. Yeah, I was going to say, you can, yeah, you can print those out online. They're great. Yeah. Laminate it. Keep it in your purse. Keep it in your car. Yes. (laughs) Do it. That's right there. And then I'll pull that out and just start naming what it is I'm feeling. And, you know, I can remember years ago, I did a presentation on this and I use the phrase, feel your feelings, which I hate that phrase, but I, it came out of my mouth. And the guy in front of, in the front row was like, oh, geez. He groaned and he was like, you had me until that. Like, really? How are we going to feel your feelings? What does that even mean? Mm-hmm. And I told him, that's why I hate the phrase, because I have spent most of my life being like, what does it mean? Feel my feelings. Like, how do I do that? And so this, but the power I realized through research, through my own experience, is if you just name them. Mm-hmm. It really is powerful to just label what they are and be like, ah, all that's there. Like you said, I can feel a ton of feelings all at the same time. And I had no realization of this. And so mm-hmm. acknowledging your feelings is first because that is something, it's a bit of an intellectual exercise. So even if I'm going a thousand mm-hmm. miles an hour, I can kind of play around with what am I feeling and kind of acknowledge that. And I'm still being productive, quote unquote, but I'm in my head. Right. That feels safe. That feels safe. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then it is slow down and get into your body. And that is, I encourage people to do a full body movement with that, meaning stand up, stretch, wiggle, um, you know, do a dance in your office, put on your favorite music, like something that gets you out of your head and into your body. And then it, the last K is kindly pull back to see the big picture because our mongers tend to keep us in this black and white. There's a right way and there's a wrong way to do everything. And so when we can pull back and see, ah, there's much what challenged myself to find all the different options here, then the world gets a little bigger and it's less scary. And that is what the biggest fan does is lets us see a bigger world. Got it. So that, that is the piece, you know, you were saying that feel your feelings. How do I feel my feelings? Sometimes this is the piece that's challenging for me is how do, how do I pull back and see the bigger (laughs) picture when it's like everything feels so, you know, um, pinpointed in like this one area. It's like that, that's the, that's the challenging piece for me. It's like the pull back and see the bigger picture. And I guess maybe I'm not in my body. Maybe, maybe that's the thing is I'm still in my head and that uh, doesn't allow me to see, pull back mm-hmm. and see the bigger picture. Yeah. Maybe I'm just answering my own question right there. I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, maybe I'm not in my body. Maybe that's the, that's the key piece. Uh, because it is, you know, I will say to people, because a common wisdom is kind of like, oh, think of your best friend. And what, what would you say to your best mm-hmm. friend? And, and, you know, my best friend is kind of my BFF. You know, mine, she's always up to, you know, always <laughs> she's say, up for like, a good time. <laughs> she's up for a good time. Like if I tell her I something's it. wrong, she'll be like, well, let's go kill him. Like this is, you know, right. she's the bury the body friend, <laughs> as Brene Brown would say. She is not yes. going to be like, oh, Nancy, what do you really want to do here? And let's, you know, but if I think about, <laughs> so for me, I think about my niece who is oh. in college right now. And she's someone that I would mentor and I love, and I really want, you know, I really want to build self-loyalty in her. And so mm-hmm. then I, that challenges me to think about, oh, what would I say to her? How would I challenge her to see, to pull back? And so mm-hmm. sometimes that can help us by getting out of our own 
situation and seeing it through someone else's eyes. I like that. Yeah, that's super helpful. Um, I wanted to talk to you. I mentioned social media earlier, and I I found this about you so interesting. Well, first off, I pay attention and question everything have become your guiding principles to your life and with your practice. And I was wondering why those are such key pieces for you. Because there's a lot out there <laughs> that needs to be questioned. Yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> well, but sometimes, and, I mean, question everything. Sometimes, you know, as uh, the way that we've been raised, especially as women, like we're not, we're taught not to question everything. Mm-hmm. We're taught to just kind of roll with it and mm-hmm. questioning things because questioning things rocks the boat. And we're taught mm-hmm. to be good little girls and good little boys. And that's why I think, I mean, and I agree with you, there's so much out there to be questioned. So, yeah. I mean, how do you, uh, did you ever have that piece in your life of where you, you were afraid to question things? And Oh, that's okay. why it's a guiding force because Got it's it. still in my life. Cause it's, I mean, I am, I will happily drink the Kool-Aid all over the place, <laughs> you know, like, like that just is my default is to drink the Kool-Aid. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I challenge myself to do that because I don't question if someone says something, I'm like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and then later I'm like, wait a minute, that didn't make sense at all. Or that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't fit me, you know, and, and even listening to podcasts and stuff, like I will listen for what's the thing that's going to solve this problem for me instead of, oh, this worked for them. How can I apply what worked for mm-hmm. them into me some, but I don't have to, I don't have to drink the whole Kool-Aid. Maybe it's just mm-hmm. a little bit fits and mm-hmm. that's hard for me too. And so that's why Change, having that guiding principle has just reminds me to not everyone knows better than you, Nancy. You know some stuff too. Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. I People ask me all the time in interviews of what I would tell my 14-year-old self. And that that's always my answer is you trust you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I, I remember being so connected to my own intuition as children. I mean, we all are. Mm-hmm. And then there was like the world and all of these voices of people who were making money off of me and who knew better, like I thought. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I just followed the leader and mm-hmm. that didn't get me very far when it came to like <laughs> so many things. And so these last several years of my life have been to paying, like returning home to my own truth. And which I want, I applaud you for following your own truth because when it comes to social media, you basically went, you went off, correct? Like completely. I went off completely. Yeah. And I you're still, still off. It. I'm still off. Yeah. Um, Do you, what, what best made decision you, I ever made? Yeah. Yeah. You still, and still like you're sticking to that. I'm sticking to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hold that thought because we're going to pause for a brief break. We'll be right back. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn 
stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It took 11 years to get to the sale. The NYX anniversary sale is on now at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. Don't miss this chance to stock up on your NYX favorites or try something new. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com for the NYX anniversary sale. Hurry, the sale ends on Monday, May 13th. Go to NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. All right, friends, once again, we are here with Nancy Jane Smith discussing the mental health benefits that she has found from taking a break from social media. How long have you been off? Um, about a year. It was a year ago, July, okay. that I went off. And it was really kind of like, I'm going off. Like, it wasn't like debating for a long time. It was right after uh, the, the George Floyd murder and... Mm. And there was all this performative stuff on Instagram. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want, why am I on this? What, how is this helping me or anyone that we're all turning our squares black? You know, like who cares? Mm-hmm. And I really started paying attention to that. And I noticed that even in my business, like I wasn't writing blog posts or doing great podcasts. I was just trying to put up something on Instagram instead of, really diving into my work. And so uh, that was my experiment. I'm going to go off of it and see if my work gets richer by doing that. And it did. It's, and, and my life is so much better. Like I now reach out to people and actually <laughs> connect with them instead of just doing a blanket post on social media about this is what's happening. And, you know, it, it's, there's more connection. It has dramatically decreased my anxiety. Really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Well, that performative piece, especially for us high functioners, um, is such a huge part of 
why we're high functioning anxiety, why we yes. have it in the first place. So yeah. I'm sure social media, like I, I know I have to be very aware of, I mean, it is part of, I know, I know you have an argument for this too, that it is part of our job. It is part of my job. Um, I do feel that. Um, and I know that that's, it's such a key piece to what I do. And at the same time, like I don't let it run my life. And I think Mm -hmm. there's a fine line. Like you Mm -hmm. really have to be, I was just talking, I actually have someone who helps me, you know, run my social media. And it's, we were just talking about how we've gotten to a place where it feels like people know me, but it's like, but I still have my life for myself, which is this really, it's a, it's a place that most, mostly only celebrities have had to that line that we've had to dance upon, but Mm -hmm. now like everybody dances upon that line. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, what have you found when it comes to your business? I just find this so fascinating. Like what have you found? (laughs) um, Like how has your business deepened or, or strengthened? How has this strengthened your business? You know, it's funny for a long time I had, my Instagram was up. I wasn't on it, but it, it stayed up until like, I think like six months ago, I finally deactivated it, but, um, but, but I would do a podcast interview somewhere and I'd get all these likes. And the first thing it says on my page is I am no longer on Instagram (laughs) and I have the podcast explaining why I'm not on Instagram there, but it didn't matter. Like people were just like, 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 so, um, so I'm getting more people to sign up for my newsletter. Like that's the only way you can hear from me is if you go to my newsletter and which I write a weekly newsletter and, and it's much deeper and richer than it was when I was doing these little Instagram posts. So Mm. it hasn't, you know, I'm busier now than I was when I was on social media by far. And I don't know what's causing what, I don't know. Will I eventually need to go on because my business will get to a place where I'll need it? I don't know. But right Mm now I am thankful that I don't have to be on it. And I have my podcast and my blog and I devote a ton of time and attention to those. And that seems to be cutting it. I love that. Good for you. Thank you. (laughs) I mean, seriously, good for you. Cause it it is, we, there's so many, there's so many uh, beliefs around social media in itself of, for business and um, you know, that, that key piece of getting that external validation. It's like, wow. I mean, Imagine the validation we would have to give ourselves if we didn't yes. have that. Yeah. <laughs> because that was something else that I noticed. People would email me and say, oh my gosh, your, your work is changing my life. This is so incredible. And I would be like, oh, well, they didn't, you know, they're not going to, they're not, they didn't buy a book or they didn't buy a course. They're just emailing me. And I was mm-hmm. like, what are you doing, girl? You are changing people's <laughs> lives. And that isn't enough for you. Like, yes. you know, I kept, moving the bar and moving the bar. And so that's something else that I've quit kind of chasing the vanity uh, Mm. metrics and Mm. have been like, wow, I touched this person's life. Isn't that awesome? I, you know, Mm. and being able to kind of just be aware of that. And then it really was, I made the decision of, I don't want to be in business if I have to be on social media. Like that became my, my, point. Like I'm going to keep doing what I do. And if I have to be on social media to do that, then I don't want to have to do this anymore. And there is your, there's your self-loyalty piece. Yes. Which I love. Yeah. I mean, I think with that loyalty comes boundaries and boundaries are a a huge piece. And, and it's, Mm -hmm. it, it's so key. Like I'm, what I'm learning right now, I'm 
doing a bunch of nutrition stuff for my for myself, my own health, like I was mentioning. And it's mm-hmm. like I'm realizing how each of us are so unique. Like and our mm-hmm. our our health, our food, our boundaries, our mm-hmm. like everything is so unique to us if if we so choose to see it that way and actually get to know ourselves. Mm-hmm. And once you start to realize how unique you are, you start to stop buying into all these blanketed statements and bullshit and things like that are for the quote unquote masses. I don't like, I, I, I just believe once you start really understanding your uniqueness, mm-hmm. I think there you start to kind of naturally start to move into that self-loyalty piece. And I, I totally applaud you for that because yes. that's, that's a huge piece. That's a huge, huge step, especially for someone who runs a business. Um, it's nice to see that you're a living example that you can do it outside of, <laughs> of being involved. It is, it's good. Well, thank you. I always ask my guests, I'm a, of course, I love music. And I always ask my guests, they're holy, we call this the holy five, their top five songs. And this could be from like what you're listening to now. It could be from your lifetime, but I would love to know what music makes you tick. Okay, so it's funny because my husband and I drove to had a six hour commute over the weekend, and so we binged your podcast. And oh, nice! Um, and so it was so, yeah, I love it. And it was so funny to hear people's you know take on this uh, <laughs> from the here's the songs that are on my workout playlist to here's you know just totally. random music. So mine all have <laughs> meaning. Me. Okay. And I even wrote out the lyrics that particularly were of meaning. I love you for this. You have no idea. <laughs> You're making my Virgo heart so happy right now. So Please the first share. song is Crazy as Me by Alison Krauss. And oh. this was the song that my that I walked down the aisle to oh. to my husband because the line is I'm used to being alone. Uh, which was I was alone. We didn't get married till I was 39. Mm. And so I always thought I was going to be never get married. And so it says I'm used to being alone. And then some folks seem to think I only got one problem. I can't find nobody as crazy as me. I'm used to being alone. Except for six month planes with diamond rings and phone bills that I pay the phone. <laughs> so good. How long have you been married? <laughs> Ten years. Oh, I love it. So um, he is as crazy as me. Um, I love for it. sure. And then I had Going to the Wedding, I Loved Her First by Heartland, which was the song that my dad and I sang oh, yeah. or danced to. And the lyric in that is, I know the love, I knew the love of a father runs deep, and I prayed that she'd find you someday, but it's still hard to give her away. And I prayed that she'd find you someday. But it's still hard to give her away. I loved her first. Um, I notice yes. I'm not singing any of these lyrics. I'm just reading them to you. <laughs> I really, I appreciate, though, the feeling that is coming with it. So it's good. Um, because my dad also never thought I was going to get married. So I think he was so excited that when I actually pulled that off. Um, and then Mercy by Dave Matthews Band. Uh, oh, yeah. Is, is a huge Dave Matthews Band fan, and so he has brought me, me into the fold. And um, so, and my favorite line from that is, I got to say that love is not a whisper or a weakness. No, love is strong. Love is strong. We got to get together. Yeah. 
gotta get, gotta get, gotta get till there is no reason. I love that reminder song. And um and then Incomplete by Alanis Morissette. Mm-hmm. Which is just one of my favorite reminders of I've been running so sweaty my whole life, urgent for a finish line, and have been missing the rapture this whole time of being forever incomplete. I've been missing the rapture this whole time of being forever incomplete. Mm, yes. And I think yeah, that is lyric. the key right there. Yeah. And then the last one is takes me back to high school and Sting and he wrote Soul Cages which is an album that he wrote for his which I'm a huge Sting fan Mm -hmm. um he wrote Soul Cages for the death of his father and it was interesting after my father died I found so much um healing in that album and we'd listen to that album and just sob which was very healing but I loved um the line of blessed are the poor for they shall inherit the earth better to be poor than a fat man in the eye of the needle wow yeah wow <clears throat> oh man you just set by the way you just set a new bar for people coming on here <laughs> and talking about their songs <laughs> I mean, not only am I going to be like, can you write the lyrics that you love too? Because that was awesome. My gosh. Thank you for that. That was beautiful. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Because I know, I mean, music for me is, you know, it's a, it shares such a vulnerable, deep piece of us. And for yes. you sharing those lyrics, thank you for, thank you for showing up so vulnerably. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, no, it was so much fun. And it was a fun thing to do over the holiday was to ask people what their five favorite songs are. I, we had some good oh, conversations around it. So it's amazing. a great party conversation piece. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you for coming on here and sharing your wisdom. And thank you for using and utilizing your life experience to help others. Um, that is truly, I think, what we're here to do. And, and you're doing a beautiful job of it. So thank you so much. Right back at you. Thank, thank you, you so much for for. This whole project you're doing is beautiful. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this episode of Holy Human. Again, Nancy's book is called The Happier Approach. Be kind to yourself, feel happier, and still accomplish your goals. I hope you found it as helpful as I did. And if you love this episode, please feel free to pass it along and share it with someone in your life who you think could benefit from a listen. Also, make sure you leave me your feedback wherever you listen because I love reading your thoughts and comments. On the next Holy Human, you'll meet a woman who has had a profound impact on my life and my body, Dr. Mindy Peltz. She is a woman who will absolutely change the way you see your health and food forever. I can't even begin to put into words how much she has changed the way I look at my body, my hormones. Uh, food, I mean, everything. And be prepared to question everything you thought you knew about the best way to fuel your body and mind for optimal results and vibrancy. I guess that's the word that comes to mind. This one is a game changer, I promise. So until then, everyone take care of one another. I love you. Bye.
Holy Human with me, Leanne Rhymes, is a tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles. It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you feeling overwhelmed by anxiety, struggling to find restful sleep, or plagued by a restless inability to focus? It's time to break free from the chains of mental health challenges and discover a path to healthy living. Welcome to Amen University, founded by renowned psychiatrist and brain health expert, Dr. Daniel Amen. Dr. Amen, alongside a team of esteemed doctors and experts in their fields, understands the struggles you're facing and are here to offer solutions. From debilitating anxiety to sleepless nights filled with worry, our courses are meticulously crafted to target these specific challenges head on. Join us on a journey of transformation led by Dr. Amen and a roster of top-tier professionals. Say goodbye to the constant battle with your mind and embrace a future filled with hope and possibility. Visit our website today to explore our courses and start your journey towards a brighter tomorrow. Use code BRAIN10 and get 10% off. That's code BRAIN10 and get 10% off your first purchase. Amen University, because your mental health matters.